No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where King Nebuchadnezzar is so furious with the three Jews for disobeying him that he casts them into the fiery furnace. But then he sees them walking in the fire with a fourth man. We hope you join us as Pastor Darrell continues in Daniel chapter 3 on Simply the Bible. King Nebuchadnezzar had constructed a 90-foot gold image. He gathered all the officials in the Babylonian Empire. And since Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were placed over the affairs of the province of Babylon, they were also present. Then the king decreed that at the sound of the music, everyone was to bow down and worship the image. And if anyone refused to comply, he would be cast into the fiery furnace. Well, these three Jewish young men refused to bow down. And then the Chaldeans, who were other wise men, turned them in. They said that these men whom you appointed king are not willing to bow down to your image or worship your gods. And so King Nebuchadnezzar confronted them. He gave them one more opportunity to obey. But they said, O king, our God is able to deliver us from your hand. But even if he doesn't, you need to know that we are not going to bow down to your image nor worship your gods. We continue in Daniel chapter 3, verse 19. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. And the expression on his face changed toward Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. Proud people do not like others to disobey them, and Nebuchadnezzar had much pride. He was also a hothead. He ordered that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than normal. Now, if he was really thinking clearly, he would have wanted the Jews to suffer for their defiance and keep the furnace lower level, sort of slow cook them, you know. But he was not thinking clearly at all. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. A person who is a hothead does foolish things. And the people around him will usually pay the price. Nebuchadnezzar chose mighty men of valor from his army to cast the three Jewish men into the fiery furnace. These were probably his best warriors, but the king was so reckless and the furnace so hot that the fire killed his prize soldiers. Now, how would you like to work for this guy? Then these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. I wonder what was going through their minds as they were hurled into this fiery furnace. Were they expecting God to deliver them before they were thrown into it? 
Then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. The form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Now, as the king watched, he expected these three young men to burst into flames. Instead, he was astonished. This Aramaic word means to be alarmed, even to the point of dread. The fire burned the bonds of the Jews, but only their bonds. They were walking in the midst of the fire as unharmed free men, fully clothed, and another was now walking with them, one who looked like the Son of God. We do believe this was Jesus Christ in one of his pre-incarnate appearances in the Old Testament. Now, this miracle actually fulfilled one of Isaiah's prophecies. Isaiah 43, 1 says, But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. It's worth noting that God doesn't always deliver us from the fire, even though we'd probably wish that he would. But sometimes he allows us to go through the fire. But when we go through the fire, then we won't be burned by it. For Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the only thing that was burned was their bonds. Likewise, when we go through fiery trials and we trust and obey God, then the only thing that is burned is our bondage to the flesh or to the world. God allows the trials to burn away sin in our lives, so then we will be truly free. Jesus said in John 8, 36, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Then Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. Observe how Nebuchadnezzar's attitude had changed. He went from saying, who is the God who will deliver you to recognizing the Lord as the most high God. Here we see that one of the reasons God allows us to go through fiery trials is for his glory. And when people see our deliverance, then they will glorify God. And the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's counselors gathered together and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The hair of their head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of fire was not on them. So all the government officials were in awe, for the fire had no power over them. They didn't even smell like fire. Since all the government officials were present for this event, these three Jewish men became witnesses of the true and living God to the entire Babylonian Empire. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants 
who trusted in him, and they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own god. What could have been a great tragedy became an opportunity for Nebuchadnezzar to fear the Lord. The king was not yet converted, but God was definitely working on him. It is interesting how God does work in a person's heart to reveal himself. Usually this does not happen all at once, but little by little, God draws his soul to faith, often using his people as his witnesses. This is why it is so important for us to let our light shine and boldly share the truth of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word with others. We don't know how God is working in somebody else. But Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3, 6, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Now Nebuchadnezzar was impressed that these Jews would have rather surrendered their own bodies to the flames than to worship any other god than their own god. That spoke of their incredible devotion to their god. Verse 29, Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other god who can deliver like this. Nebuchadnezzar went from one extreme to another. He was always making such fierce decrees. Now, if anyone spoke anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they would be cut in pieces and their homes burned down to nothing. Nebuchadnezzar was a prideful, volatile, and ruthless man, but he did repent when confronted with the truth. And in the end, God isn't looking for perfect people, but for those who will repent of their sins and love and believe the truth. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Because these three Jews were faithful to God and refused to bow down to any other god, the Lord promoted them using King Nebuchadnezzar. We find three wonderful promises in this story. First, there is the promise of persecution. Jesus said in John 16, 33, These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Paul wrote to the Philippians, For to you it has been granted on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for his sake. We may view persecution or tribulation as though something were drastically wrong or that some strange thing was happening to us. But if we are true followers of Christ, then it is to be expected. Second, there is the promise of perseverance. God hasn't promised always to deliver us from the fire, but he has promised to be with us in the fire and bring us through the fire for his glory. If you have trusted in Jesus Christ, then he's actually walking with you in the midst of your trials and he will use them to refine you and to prove your faith. Third, there is the promise of promotion. God wants to give us greater responsibility and influence in his kingdom, but these demand greater faith and commitment. Therefore, he allows us to go through trials to perfect us so that he can promote us. Maybe you are going through the fire right now, 
Perhaps God has allowed you to fall into the fire of sickness or financial loss, rejection, or betrayal. Do not think that God has abandoned you. In fact, you are saved for this very purpose, that you may prove that the faith within you is real. Believe that the Lord himself will walk with you through this and that when it is over, you will be firmly established and shine like gold. Let's close in prayer. Father, we do thank you that our lives are in your hands. And even though we do go through trials, we know that you will not abandon us. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. You are right in the midst of them with us. And I pray, Father, that you would grant to us faith and perseverance, that we might go through them knowing that you will use them for your glory, but also to perfect your will in our lives. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our Simply the Bible podcast, and please leave us a review. That helps a lot. Tomorrow we will return to the Psalms where David decides to be silent before the wicked, but he cannot hold his peace. What he finally says may surprise you. We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching in God's Word on Simply the Bible.